0: welcome goddesses birth with love by two mamas mel and sal saint magella is a podcast devoted to all who identify as a mother we are here to evoke inspiration and knowledge while creating a community and a platform where every mother feels connected and heard. We wanna shift the focus from the child back to the mother because with a nurtured mother, a nurtured child
1: naturally follows. Join us as we dive headfirst into topics ranging from sex to self-care with healthy families and a healthy planet always front of mind. We too are mothers learning, fumbling, triumphing, And we're not afraid to be raw and boldly curious. Let us be that friend that fills your cup after every interaction, because an empowered and happy mother has the potential to change the world. Let's do this. Before we start this episode, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we live, work, and raise our children the Boonwurrung people. The Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land.
0: We would also like to acknowledge that not all mothers will identify as a woman. We will use the collective terms mother and women often, but this is not limited to only those with a womb. It is inclusive of any person who identifies as a mother or a woman, regardless of their sex or gender. Although we can only speak through our experience in heterosexual cisgender homes, we are thrilled that families are diverse and wish for all to feel safe and included in our mama community. Morning, Mel. Good morning.
1: How are you going?
2: Good. It's a windy, wild morning on the peninsula. and (laughs) It's crazy down here. It's super crazy. We've just (laughs) dodged five or six trees on Mm. our way to your brother's house Mm. to get power so we can actually record our podcast today (laughs) because our street has no power
1: but we've managed to make it happen so yay go us
2: yes um we're very excited about our guest today which you'll find out a little bit more but Mm. first have you had any challenges
1: Mm. yes I have of of course I was I was thinking no this might be my week where I can't think of a challenge but no lo and behold there is um so baby's been transverse sideways which i explained last episode i think and that's been really getting to me because all this dr google business um no one should google anything really not medically (laughs) because i've been threatened with caesar that many times on on my phone um and i don't want to have caesar i want to have a home birth anyway um So having a really good chat with my doula the other day and Nick, we had a birth planning meeting, which went really well. And we decided the baby's trying to tell me something. Yeah. Baby's trying to tell me to slow the fuck down. Totally. And anyone that knows me will know I don't tend to do that. I am very go, go, go. So my challenge has been slowing down. And... Look, I haven't done it yet, but today's <laughs> but my you've deadline. you've got the intention. Today's my deadline. So we're recording down. this episode. Yeah, We're going to release it. Um, I think we're going to release another episode after this, aren't we, Sal? Yeah, we've got two left for the season.
2: And then... And then we are on maternity leave. Yeah. so Until season down. two. Mm-hmm. Well, How about you? My challenge is somewhat similar, actually. I would say... It's, it's just kind of a weird challenge because it's been quite positive as well. Just coming out of lockdown and the really nice weather that's been all week, <laughs> has, it's been a challenge to slow down, which is what I'm trying to do because I'm almost 39 weeks pregnant and I really wanted to like nest and get off social media, um, stop seeing many people mm-hmm. each day and just like chill at home. But I can't.
1: Because <laughs> the lure it's, of the sunshine. <laughs> because the sun
2: has just lured me out and it's been so nice. But it's been a bit of an overwhelm
0: mm.
2: going back into social events, seeing a lot more people at once. Mm. A bit overwhelming for Mazzy, even going out to a cafe for a breakfast, which is such a luxury. And so I'm so grateful and I, I love doing that. But yeah, it's quite overwhelming mm. to get back into the swing of things and how of a quick, dramatic change Change it scene like it was just like okay you can go out now go go run free everybody here's the carrot go run yeah (laughs) so it's been challenging for me because I haven't slowed down at all um I've definitely sped up it's been a lot of friends birthdays this week it's Nick's birthday today (laughs) um there's been a lot of just a lot of social events and I've been trying to get our family into this relax mode but tim is very tempted by going out mm-hmm. so what in. are you gonna do what's uh, well today's also our deadline we've got <laughs> nick's birthday <laughs> uh, we've got nick's birthday today and then uh, the rainy weekend which is ahead is good uh, i think i'm, it's I'm good happy too. for that so then we can just chill out potter around at home because mm-hmm. with a home birth you kind of want your house to be prepared because at any moment if i go into labor in the nighttime, time being the clean freak i am like i want my house to be clean i want my birth altar to be all not set only up. clean but beautiful yeah i want it to yeah. be really aesthetically pleasing i don't want to be taken out of my early labor
1: yeah
2: by having to do a lot of things which at the moment i haven't got blinds Yet. so i need to do that and there there are, like, are they a few things to do <laughs> I probably not. So I need to make some makeshift. Okay. So
1: everyone, if you want to see Celeste's home birth, she won't have blinds. So head over to her house. I'll have a doona
2: (laughs) on our front door. (laughs) But yeah, so that it's, look, it's not a bad challenge. It's just been, uh, yeah, it's interesting this time of year because I'm very orientated by Mm. the weather and the seasons.
1: You have seasonal affective disorder. Yes. Diagnosed.
2: Diagnosed. (laughs) click definitely have that so if it's sunny i have to be outside so we'll see for my 40 days postpartum (laughs) Mm, yeah that'll be a challenge how have we supported ourselves through this just chatted
1: to each other about it we have talked about it a little bit (laughs) um i think being aware of it is one thing yeah acknowledging that it is a challenge so many mums that would just go about life and keep going Mm. and burn out and
2: it hasn't been not enjoyable
1: yeah and we've, I, well, me personally, I've been, I've had
2: a lot of appointments this week with massage and acupuncture, and I have had downtime. I have pulled myself, like, gone to the social situation and then gone home early and mm. hopped into bed early You've to try and. You've got off Instagram? I've got off Instagram, which is great.
1: And. I'll be getting off next week as well. Mm. So so that's us. The other idea that um, we had when I chatted to my doula was to actually send a text out to all friends, just socially to say, Hey guys, I might be tapping out. Please don't be offended if I don't reply to your message. Mm. Um, I love you, but I'm really trying to zone in to pregnancy land, to birth land. We're tuning out to tune in. So to any of my friends listening, there may be a message coming. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got off
2: Instagram and wrote, I'm logging off Instagram to get into Birth World. And Tim said about four people that day was like, Is Celeste in labour? Because oh, yeah, <laughs> people course. took that as like, Oh, she, like I would post on Instagram if I was going into labour. <laughs> I'm just getting off now because I'm in labour. Feeling a few niggles. And <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you'll be waiting for the news when we're ready to share. Mm.
1: Stay tuned. In today's episode, we turn the spotlight onto the dads. We interview our partners, Nick and Tim, and ask them their thoughts on fatherhood, shifts in relationships, and their sense of identity. At times, we were actually surprised by their answers, and at other times, we'd predicted their responses perfectly. But they definitely had us laughing, and hopefully will encourage a giggle from you too. Also, just a quick apology from us, this episode kept getting interrupted by our children. But hey, that's parenting. You know the drill. Enjoy. Hello and welcome Tim and Nick to the Dad's episode of St. Magella.
3: Hello. Hello. Nice to be here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves, what you do and your family, one at a time please?
4: Who would you like to go first?
1: Let's go alphabetical order. Nick.
4: Um, My name's Nick Davidson. I'm um, a window cleaner and you're my family. <laughs> you pointed to
1: both <laughs> <Melissa>. of us. Well, <laughs> <laughs> both,
3: really. Yep. <clears throat> I am Tim. I'm Celeste's partner and I am a carpenter on the peninsula. My father to Marigold and little unknown Bubba at this point.
1: Little question mark. Amazing.
3: I forgot about Sadie. <laughs> So, so, right. And it was nice, actually.
2: <laughs> our first male guests mm. on our podcast. Uh, Welcome, penises.
3: Welcome, penises. I like to be known as a penis. <laughs> as a <dick.
2: laughs>
3: Whatever floats your
2: boat. So, we'll start off with what are you most looking forward to about becoming a dad of two?
4: Nick? Mm, yeah. Is that me? Um, well, I'm looking forward to having two little siblings
1: Okay, so to update the listeners we've just spent 15 minutes talking <clears> having some really throat> throat> mayo 15 minutes in-depth, in-depth conversations we've already up to question two, and uh, we weren't recording so let's just so take a start. start again
4: or should we say you just wasted our time
1: Yeah, apologies boys
2: <laughs> So I think Nick was telling us what he was most excited about having two children. Mm.
4: Two children, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> let me get back there. Siblings. Get back there. <laughs>
0: Siblings.
4: Yeah, I'm most excited. I think I'm most excited about Sadie having to deal. This sounds harsh, but Sadie having to deal with a, with a, with another person, a challenge on her attention that she gets from the parents yeah. and stuff, mm-hmm. and just what like I feel like that's like almost like a rite of passage in a way mm. for a human. To, to experience for the first time like that uh, yeah
1: yeah yes. the pain of that the pain of as it well and the competition t- of it you yep. know
4: that's what the world's like really yeah and then you know all the beautiful parts of that as well when they
3: form their relationships and help each other out and <laughs> here's Sadie now actually <laughs> oh hey, hi mate. Sadie so this time I'm really looking forward to just having a normal natural process of having a child. Having a home birth. Uh, Nazzy spent four months in hospital. When she was born. I don't want to go near a hospital at all. Mm. Um, yeah. Looking forward to that little period of time. Which I didn't get. And then going on from that. I'm just really excited to see the family just grow. and And maybe just... Learn probably more about yourself because this person is going to be different to Mazi, mm. so it's kind of a new challenge in a way. Yeah, it's interesting. Um,
1: Each kid is probably going to teach you something. Yeah, about yourself. I think you
3: think that. Oh, right, I've got this. That kid, you got to do this, and you got to do it that way, and that mm. strategies strategies ah, completely yeah. could change. Wait,
4: you're not looking forward to that, are you? Because I'm not. Well, but
2: could be, it's going to be like,
4: it, be everything you
3: you've learnt, you'd be like... Well, I'm not looking no, forward to, to, to the oh god no. to, the, to, square one. to the hardship of some of that that might be yeah, yeah. about, but yeah, it's I think I think person. learning the new person is probably better to describe that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Good one. And what's been the most challenging aspect of fatherhood for you? Perhaps, Tim?
3: Uh, challenging aspect was... Uh, Again, Mazzy in hospital and really puts you through your paces having to deal with something like that. But the normal day-to-day life, you kind of just get a bit caught up in your own world and maybe not be present enough, which we all do all the time. Um, Yeah, I, I think finding... The place for yourself in the world, and then the place you have to be for your child. That's you know the bridge, the bridge you've got a gap. Yeah. That's that's the probably the most challenging. Like Mazzy's really good to us, so mm. I can't I can't say too much about her. <laughs> yeah. And, and Nick, the that.
2: most challenging.
4: Yeah, what I found most challenging was was um learning how to ma- manage another person beyond the self because you, uh, you at 30, I was 36 Five? 35 36 mm-hmm. when we had Sadie. so 35 years of just being you mm-hmm. and only dealing with you and then having a the little thing to deal with that was an, a massive adaptation for me for sure it made me made me realize you I'm yourself, yourself selfish. I, I do more now than I did before I had kids because it, cause I'm like, what the hell did I even do? Because you're then? seeing
2: how much it's kind of thrown you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yep. Mm, that actually feeds well into another question that we've got. is lots of mums feel like a real huge loss of identity when they become a mother because mm. so much of their time and their energy goes to a new person and you lose that huge slice of pie that is just you. So, from a father's perspective, have you guys felt a loss of your identity as such? Well,
4: personally, I I almost feel the opposite.
2: You think you've gained your identity? Yeah, like,
4: I feel like I... I don't know, set like... I don't know how to say it, but, like, I felt like I almost set the roots of myself more once I've had a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like a lot of the um, noise has kind of gone out the window now. It's like, no, this is what, this is what I want to do. Like I'm not listening to, I got my own shit. I got my own kid. It was quite, quite empowering for me. Mm. I mean, once the dust settled, obviously like the first part, it's like the bomb goes off. Yeah. But like after that, I feel more sure of myself. But I, I did, I did see Mel go through that, like aspects of that for sure. Because you are, you like there's like this little extra piece of you, and the mother is so tethered to that, and you are almost the same thing. It's almost not like two different entities. It's like a little piece of you that breaks off,
2: and and, and, and
4: everyone that you see is like focused on this little kid next to you, and like you're almost not there in a way. Or so yeah, I, I get that, but I didn't have that at all.
3: And have you felt any loss of identity or shift in identity, Tim? Um, Not so much, but I can definitely feel a little bit of it here and there, I guess, but I think with good uh, juggling of the whole situation, you can manage to get what you need personally, what your family needs from you, and I would say, like, full loss of identity. I think I was pretty... This is
1: interesting, because it's clearly a thing that mums feel a lot more, because to me, I find it so surprising that you haven't felt a loss of identity. Like, how? I've, like, literally, my life has completely...
3: I think that's. Ultimate. I feel like that's. It's the almost dependency like dependency that males probably don't.
4: But they're attached get. to you. They are yeah. in you, and then they're on you, and they're like, you are literally tethered to them for like the nine months before, and I then the whole the Physicality
1: thing. of it makes sense, but yeah.
2: like yeah,
4: like how can you how can? It and not? I think
2: it's not even so much identity; it's more autonomy. Yeah. So I think mothers feel a big loss of their autonomous self, being able just to do whatever they want, whenever they want, the so default. Yeah. Like,
1: the default mm. av- availability of whatever you want to do at any time is totally gone. So that feels like an identity mm. almost, mm. Yeah. you know, manure. Yeah. I and feel then, like
3: there wouldn't be that many mothers that just completely, like, have a child and then completely, like, like keep separate from them and, and go, no, I'm still going to run my life and you're just here now. Be
1: I know. People do that, but
3: yeah. you wouldn't imagine it would be the
2: normal to be honest i wouldn't want i wouldn't want my identity to have stayed the exact same no. anyway do i you? like my i yes it's been a loss of autonomy mm-hmm. and identity but there's also been such a huge gain more so than loss mm-hmm. i think that i would hate to be the same the same i want to be the mum's less that I so am.
4: do you think that the second baby you're like did you did you experience that a loss of identity when you were both went through your first pregnancy and
1: whatever. I think, like Celeste said, I wouldn't necessarily call it loss of identity. I think, similar to you, i gained an identity from being a mum. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the autonomy, the loss of autonomy yeah. has just... Yeah, it's shaken me. And, and it's going to do the
4: same this time, do you think? Is it, or is I think it's just no. going to
1: be... It might be even harder. I think it won't be a, such a
2: dramatic shift in autonomy because we already don't have the autonomy. I just think I the autonomy loss is really only present when you look at it in comparison to what you guys do. Yeah. For mm. example, in the morning you get up, you guys... like I don't, I don't this is total walk out the door. Right? Yeah. You walk out the door, you have a shower before it's you great. think before you <laughs> think about feeding it, feeding the child or whatever it is. <laughs> but mums are like before I even we sometimes I've done like massive sugar got her to do her wee, mm. done, put up all the, the blinds so we've got light and started her breakfast and then that's when I get my pants
1: on. Mm. So yes. it's just... <laughs> Wait, did you have no pants on that whole time? The time. <laughs> I was picturing you with pants. Whole time. <laughs> all right, we can move on to the next question. Um, what do you think it means to be a good dad?
3: Good dad, good dad. Um, I don't think it means one thing at all. I think everyone probably, you know, has a picture of like the good dad and they're there at every given moment and every second of the way. I think a good dad probably gives himself up to the child and the family for whatever they need at any given point but also shows them how to live life in a sense. So if the dad's living his best life, then I feel like that's a good image for the child to just, you know.
1: So role modelling.
3: Role modelling, yeah. Yeah. That, That to me, like, you don't have to be, you know, number one dad on the cup you know
2: yeah it sounded like you that like. should be on a little postcard though what you said
1: <laughs>
4: well I yeah. to get a cup though no, that's it no, oh no, I'd, no, I'd like no. a cup I'd be into yeah. that just FYI Father's Day next year really I just i my dad always
2: said no cups no socks no none of that crappy Father's
3: Day yeah I I
1: just
3: I just think um I just think that dads come in all different styles and, you know, you can't just pin one sort of criteria like type to of type of dad too. What about it? Because we're happy. all different. Happy, present, but also I think if you're living your best life, that naturally is just passed on and
2: if you're just partying living your best life never come home (laughs) yeah
3: like obviously there's boundaries and there's responsibilities that I think that's where the line is drawn so don't forget responsibility is that there's like live your best life but know that you've taken on a responsibility to have a child so you know wait what is
4: living your best life What is that? People always say that. I term. think we're living Are it. Are we talking about parties?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's
2: is Nick's
3: that our best life? No, <laughs> that's
1: not. That's know. far from it. Whatever, whatever, you
2: whatever your best what life you is. I mean, living
3: your best life is like being happy with you. Like if you wake up and hanging in the kitchen with Mal and Sadie makes fills your cup. Yeah, that's your best life, isn't yeah. it? Like, yeah. and then going down the beach the other day, we yeah. all spent. Two three hours at the beach, one walked of those on the rocks. That you hear him just like shut the phone Yeah, <laughs> it can it's be put in into stirring. it can be put into different, you know. I've never heard that come out of your mouth. Weird. So, what do you? I'm think trying that? to be professional here. So,
1: what's a good dad to you, Nick?
3: What What
4: was the What was the question you asked? What, what's the, uh,
1: what do you think it means to be a good what dad? What does it
4: mean to be a good dad? Mm. That's such a massive question. Mm-mm. Like it's almost like... is that like a condensed
2: version here. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. I think you've you got to be a good person. Mm. It means uh-huh. being a good person. Mm. To be a good dad or a good mum, mm. doesn't it? Mm. Um, nice
2: answer. Straight on the cup good person, good dad.
4: I'm a good person. <laughs> well, I don't, yeah, no, I guess you just, you couldn't be a good parent without being a good person. Yeah. And if your kid is around a good person and brought up by a good person, then they got a better chance of being a good person.
1: I like that because it doesn't mean a good person doesn't necessarily do everything perfectly. No. They but make mistakes. When you they see examples... Got all good intentions.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. But when you see examples of people who have grown up around like full... Adversity with shit parents, and then they get something in them that teaches them what not to do, and then they become really good people out of
3: out of that as well. So it's like, what? Well, I think. You know, I think good people though can can also be, you know, not not great in the sense, not a great parent as mm-hmm. well. Like you can be a really good person well, and being everybody a good, being a good mate
4: to people is not being a good parent to your kid is no like there's different no.
3: yeah so like yeah it can be a bit so
1: of a on that joke. note do you think the way you were parented has impacted the way you father hugely yeah elaborate
4: I, I find myself like I catch myself being like like shit exactly. that's what Roscoe did <laughs> <laughs> or that's what Roscoe said and like for better or for worse and, and it's both But definitely,
3: I don't know if everyone is, but I am, I'm hugely impacted by my parents. Definitely. Um, But also, I like to think I'm a little bit conscious about maybe things that I would not do. Just in a way, not say my parents are, you know, bad parents or anything like that, but just maybe I'll do things just slightly down a different path and that's... That's, well, that's me regression. and that's what I've learned from them. Mm. Not to say that that was a bad way that they taught me. So but Yeah, you might like, do something might do different something which different. could
1: impact Mazzy in a different
4: way. That says to me that honesty as a parent, yeah. like what's and all kind of thing, yeah. is a good way. It's a good way to do it because then mm. it's like, yeah, you learn the shit you don't want to do and the stuff you do want to do because your parents were straightforward with you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's cool.
2: And then a lot of it, it just is purely like ingrained in you. Like I just see so much of my parents just ooze out in me naturally. Yeah, Mm. it's scary. Oh my god. The good and the bad. Yeah. This is exactly what I used to hate about them. Yeah. (laughs) Or. Yeah. Whatever it is.
1: Or when you're making decisions, you'll often use your parents decisions as like a baseline yeah, yeah. whether can, you agree with it or not those. it's yes. a baseline yeah. and then you go you work no off don't it. agree dad this and that or yeah. the other way yeah, yeah.
3: You, you fully work off off that, that baseline
1: yeah what's your understanding of
2: the mental load and do you feel like you old hold an equal portion of the mental load in your households
1: Jimmy, you can go have first. you heard that too?
3: The mental load. Yes, I've heard of that term. So what's your understanding <clears throat> of your mental load? Uh, well, I guess it's responsibility to the fact of keeping your family life running in an orderly fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like to think that I put, you know up to 50 percent in but probably at times i don't um and i you know my my work life probably gets in in the way of that being a physical job it's can be quite tough to to come home and run run a household as well which i fully respect my partner celeste (laughs) thank you that she does that um
2: but we're really talking about the like the mental capacity of not so much the general day-to-day chores, but the actual load of... Let's give an example. Yeah. The team, uh, Nick, do you know... Knowing when the, the children is? need to go to the dentist. That knowing when perhaps they have immunizations or mm-hmm. something like that. Like that type of thing. Medical...
3: I reckon Nick contacts with babies way more
4: savvy on that than I am. I've never heard the term before, but I know I I, I what it means when you say it. Yeah. You know what?
2: That's interesting. It'd be really
4: freaking hard to gauge that because, mm. um, I mean, how do you? What are the metrics? Like, yeah, I, I could I can like if you are gonna say the mental load of parenting. Mm. There's no question who's who's got the bulk of that. You do, Melissa, or but if you're gonna say the mental load of. Um, money stress, or I don't know, whatever, all different. I guess that's what the relationship's always going to be an intricate balance of all that shit. And, and if it's mm-hmm. not even, it comes out in the wash and mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, I don't know, that'd be a hard one.
2: Okay, I've got a question, Vivo. The toothpaste is running out, and the toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got it covered? That's
4: a low blow, man. <laughs> <laughs> I've never bought toothpaste in my life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nick, we need to book you to the dentist. Bye, who's, the doing so the who's doing it? Who's doing okay. it? It's the toothpaste? <laughs> we've settled that. I think we've made the point.
4: We've made the point. Right. Okay, <laughs> okay, but but wait, to push back on that as well. And this is
1: not about winnings. Yeah, stuff. what, what no. do you guys
2: think that you take on board? Well, let's, let's, that we let's not
4: go into, like, I'm not sure, I don't I mean we to... We want I, juice. Give us I'm the
2: juice. I'm just thinking, like,
4: there's things... Mm. That, that 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 we have that we would do just typically
0: mm-hmm.
4: you know like I don't know mundane things like chop the I put the bins down or I do the just things that we kind of like I guess we kind of like almost just delegate without without even talking, talking about, Some about spoken it.
3: agreements in a way yeah
2: I can wear 50 50 bins out
3: yeah, like, let's not go right down to the line. You guys keep your
2: bins out for a long time, by the <laughs> <of> way. <because laughs> no, they're
4: not out bins. <laughs> oh, okay, right. We're like, they've
2: got their bins out on a Wednesday. They know it's Sunday in these parts. Can
3: you not <go> bring <laughs> our Neighbourhood <laughs> shaming. Yeah. I like to think that, uh, you know... Oh, wait, no, I fully forgot what I did
1: distracting know the other <laughs> bins. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs>
4: <clears throat> um, <coughs> the mental load is that like a term mm. that gets used a lot.
2: It's been used a lot in yeah, the scene. Yeah, and
4: and I yeah, fair enough too. Like you because know that you is say- that's a really nice way to put it. The mental load because that's yeah. like and it's sort of like what we're saying it's sort of hard to gauge, but like there'd be relationships where that would be out
1: of whack,
4: mm. like proper.
1: You know and you've seen me um, kind of a little bit stressy. Uh-huh. When um, you've come home and I'll have like, been, I'll have done this, 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 and I know I've got to do the next yeah. five things on the yeah. list, and like, it, I think that burden really shows sometimes, and you probably don't really 100%. understand what that is. Like, but then sometimes I'm like,
4: "What are you doing? Stop doing things. Yeah. Relax. Right? Do, do you Do you yeah, feel like, home, do you yeah. feel
1: like
3: women naturally have a bit better sense around that? Definitely. I think of, it, Like, I
2: think men. Oh, this is generalization, but I think men can um, be m- more present in the sense that whatever yeah. it is the activity that they're doing, they're focused on that activity. And if it's walking out the door, oh. um, they're not thinking about the snacks and the mm. nappy bag no. and all of the other no. things. So that's the mental load that we hold. So, because you guys.
3: M- Multitasking in not a male's brain is hard to come by sometimes. Not possible yeah. be, Well.
1: I think that's when, like, you and Nick would typically get frazzled. I'd call it frazzled. Yeah. Maybe lose some keys and phones and things. I
4: never. <laughs> every day. When <laughs> you've got a lot Yeah. to think about. Sure. In so, um, do you reckon that, um, like, despite... Take gender out of it, right? Any relationship, those roles, like, typical roles, like, I've noticed that going 50-50 in every single thing you have to do in the household... It's almost like having, having a business and there's like two fucking CEOs mm. and every single time any one of them has to do anything, they ask the other and it's almost like, no, that's why down. you've got a marketing manager and, mm. a, and a freaking whatever. So there's always going to be like a disparity in like, I never put the bins out yet, yeah, cool because that's my job and like, yeah. that's, a, you, but have to, you have to navigate that. Like whether it's like two I'm, guys yeah. in a relationship or two girls or whatever, like.
1: When we went away for six weeks, mm. you took it on. You were aware of when we needed nappies. Mm. You were, like, onto it with Sadie Yeah, snacks. well, I wasn't, I wasn't was,
4: swinging at squeegee around all day and I wasn't tired of nothing. So afternoon.
1: perhaps it's just some But I do role. agree with the
2: choosing your roles that perhaps you enjoy or you're better at, quicker at, whatever it mm. is, and taking on those. Like, I'm totally happy to have certain roles that are just my thing that I prefer to do than myself but then as long as there is that I, the equal thing so perhaps I the like toothpaste I like I'll do the toothpaste <laughs> I'll do the folding of the washing but I hate putting away the washing and I do not like cleaning the see toilet. I don't
3: I don't mind folding washing but <laughs> well that's I'll... my job
2: I just said I liked it yeah yeah I know that I know that I'm doing so that. fuck you can put it away
3: <laughs> I know that but like sometimes I'll wake up in the morning and there will be Washing out, and I'll be like, "Sweet, this is my time. I just, just getting up, having a here and I'll fold some washing. And that's like, I do actually enjoy it. But putting the washing on when I'm getting home from work or something is not, it's not in my thought caliber. So it's like, whereas you're like, okay, bang, 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 this has got to be done. This has got to be done. You're just ticking things off the list. Even- yeah. You know, like it's sometimes I like just don't have that mental, mental capacity. Load.
2: So I don't think the mental load is, we're just going more it. the chores. That's the washing But the, load. the mental load yeah. is more like, we yeah. don't have it in your mind. Have it in your mind? It. It, when to do Mazzy's sugar. I know we've got an extra layer on top of ours. So it's like, when to do our sugar? Did, should we be, what research are we doing around, should they drop a nap? Have we paid the electricity bill? Yeah, like those yeah. type of things.
4: Oh fuck, have we? I'll pay that.
2: <laughs> no, you didn't. It's a direct debit.
3: <laughs> I pay the water bill. You
2: haven't even called the bank thingies <laughs> on so the bloody water bill TV. Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've
3: done that. Thank you very <laughs> much, <laughs> Melissa. Where
2: was your communication to your CEO? <laughs> <laughs> you
3: don't need to know because this yeah. this so is the all. thing. It's the team. Actually, you told me to do that. so. I don't say that.
2: Let's move off the mental load. I think we get it. What's your most favourite part of watching your partner become a mother? Or what has been
4: the most favourite part? Um, favourite part watching mum become mum. Um. Well, uh, there's a um, a pride, I guess, a pride and a, and a and a what the opposite of a insecurity, a security, a pride and a security that come has come through that's like has been nice to see like a, like strong strength like a nice confidence or I don't, I don't know if I got the right word for it but that's beautiful so
1: yeah. as in I'm more proud and yeah I feel like it's like he's proud I've seen it I've seen it it's well.
4: like you've got this thing that you, you, you can hang your hat on a bit with motherhood because <laughs> you're good at it you're a good mum <laughs> and you've got a good daughter. And, yeah, that's nice to see.
1: Yeah.
3: Mm. I uh, couldn't say any better than that. But I
1: you
4: both, both, both of you, actually. Like, I've, mm. I've known you since before. You have, I was the same. Mm. Yeah.
3: And I think, I think, in a way, just that goes back to that mental load question is that, that pride and security, you're almost just, that faith is in yeah. you guys. Yep. Therefore, it probably doesn't spark in our brain to... You know, be switched on like that because of that. Oh, because
2: it's like know so that we've got it. It's just, yeah, you feel like secure, secure.
3: And, you know, yeah. that, that that is a beauty. You for guys yourself. handle your shit. It's been nice to see, to watch you oh, do it. Oh, it's been amazing. Yeah. Like, and, and, and we've been lucky enough to all kind of do it together, which has been.
1: It's just been a nice little yeah, on top. Yeah. Yeah. What about the least favourite tip?
3: The least favourite.
1: The least favourite thing about watching Sel <sighs> become a mum. I...
3: The least favourite. I don't it's know a
1: if you losing
4: my party partner. Mm. That's just... That's you, just you say I guessed
2: that? that.
4: Isn't it though? Like, we used to get... like yeah. We used to have a bit of a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, we do. But we used to fucking dance on tables and shit. Yeah. 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 We can still do that. <laughs> yeah, we can, but that hasn't for so, a
3: while. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, that is a tough question to answer. I don't, I don't know if there's anything that I look at Celeste and go, because you're a mum, that isn't good about you anymore. I, mm. I, I, I don't get that. I just
1: I'm perfect.
3: Wow, I wasn't perfect, but
1: <laughs> I'd say he's a bit scared of you. No. Yeah, he's <laughs> three <yeah>. <laughs> kids too. <laughs> I
3: yeah, I just I don't look at Celeste in any least way i guess Mm -hmm. she's my my woman and like we just we just go into the future together as is just like order (laughs) can i asterisk that please
4: because when i say party i mean like fun times and that could be, like, a fucking bushwalk or, like, yeah. whatever, going to a festival three days, whatever.
1: Spontaneous. Yeah, the,
4: yeah, the fun part.
1: And yes. being fully present in that with yeah. you. And, you know, we haven't,
4: you don't lost, have another... we haven't
3: lost that. Like, we've just had to pause that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we saw or you it just
3: come have to mouth, manifest it in a
2: way. That totally feeds into another question that we had. Have, yeah. have oh. you ever experienced jealousy of the girls? So you're jealous that you're you're perhaps getting less attention from us. Not
4: really, no. no. not really. So like, not even
2: feel like oh, she Sadie's taken away.
4: Oh, definitely. My not. Not in that regard.
2: My special. Maybe time. the
4: other way around. Hmm. Where where it's like I'm sort of jealous that Sadie's not loving me like. Yeah. Like <laughs> that, I get that. Yeah. At like, the moment, we're get, going get, to a good thing. We get pretty much shafted. Man, like, we get shafts like. You start off with like... you got this thing and you like instantly fall in love with them and they're like, yeah, you know, you're alright, but you don't have tits. And it's like, it's kinda of hard. It's like, yeah. you do get a bit offended sometimes. I I was on the couch. <laughs> I was on the
3: couch last night. Home from work early, just cruising on the couch, waiting for the girls to get home. Mazie would not go near me, <laughs> and I'm like,
1: as far as and the, can, can.
3: Like, give the him more you try, the more try, the more what is no, this Dad.
2: So <laughs> what did we find? We found direct correlation. This might not be for everyone, but for Mazie, definitely more time spent at home by Tim, more interested in,
1: in yeah. him, yep. sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we no, gotta no.
4: work your way into that. like when we went away to Bali when Sadie was a few months old, and then going on holiday this year. That was like that taught me. I'm like, Mm. oh, you gotta, you gotta like spend time. And I think that's part
1: of our next question. So, um, how did you bond with your kid as well? You you're obviously saying that bonding Mm. changes.
4: Yeah, we bonded by just being being next to each other. Mm. Yeah just doing stuff. Yeah. There's All no, there's stuff. no bells and whistles. It's no nah, just, just like grabbing, be right time. there, strap them to your chest, go for a walk. Yeah. 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 So just being present.
3: present. Being present. Yeah. And you kind of have to force that a bit. But <laughs> you know, even. being, me. being, me. Being, <laughs> being present in this day and age, you know, you, you've got to eliminate the workload, the work mental load, which follows you around, which you follows like, you, you around every everywhere. When you're running a business like Nick does, when you you're a sole trader like I do work for myself and you know that, that can be hard to switch off a lot of the time and and when you're on holiday you get that 100% yeah. I'm here I have I nothing else to I feel like that's a little do.
4: piece of like wisdom that's lost a bit these days yeah it's like that phone Holidays is like high. a wedge the phone Holidays is a wedge important. between Family, yeah, in a sense, yeah. because it doesn't go away. It's and, in your back pocket. And we all want
3: ni- a nice car, a nice house, a nice, you know, this and that. That that takes time and money to earn and 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 achieve that. And time away from family. Unfortunately, that's time away from mm. family. A lot of the time for for males, and you know, just having having presence in the child's life is, is definitely. Yeah,
4: I, I reckon like sometimes, like we were saying before, walking out the door in the morning, it's so mm. like, it's like kind of nice to be able to have that disconnect from the, the crazy family home thing, but then other times like being on a job site with a bunch of dicks for like <laughs> most of your life, most of your day. <laughs> Wait, you, are you
1: calling your colleagues a bunch of dicks? No, but I'm just saying, yeah,
4: not your family, let me put it that way, yeah, yeah. It's not your family. It's like yeah, and then I mean, when you the people you choose, it's just like randoms. Yeah.
3: And then when you get home to your family after being with the dicks all day, yeah, you're like, "Where's my, where's my love? Where's my affection?" And if it doesn't come, you're like, "Wow, that was the back end." That's full on, <laughs> man. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: fully. It's good now, though, at this age. Yeah, like when they're like running
1: up. Yeah, duh getting a lot more feedback now. way
4: more now
3: yeah you get more feedback i then. think she likes You're way it more, more than you
1: <laughs> i think she's having a lot more fun with
2: you now that's nick. definitely going to cross over when the new babies come and we're all consumed by but the new babies this yeah. is your
1: time to shine Daddy. yes
4: yeah. because we can take five steps without being tired yeah mm. and you can't
1: yeah all right guys what is your one wish for your children
4: <clears throat> nick <laughs> One wish. Don't
1: turn out well, like me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit of an insult.
4: <laughs> one wish. Why Why is it one?
1: Just, we're asking you to choose one wish for your child.
2: Be decisive.
4: One wish for my child. Um, don't think too hard. Okay, I want him to, to grow old and not be unhealthy.
3: I don't know. Suffer too much. Um, one wish for Mazzy and the new baby, um, would be confidence in self. <clears throat> I think she's got that. Yeah. We need I would bless that. I <laughs> think, I think with confidence in self, like every other thing you can, you know,
2: Every hurdle.
1: Be every punished. hurdle you can yeah.
3: no. conquer.
2: Do you have any concerns Raising girls in this current era With
1: social media And all the craziness
3: Yes No
1: Okay Very polarising here Tell Tell us us. Maybe I'll ask Yeah The yes first What's your concern Nick?
4: Lots of concerns Mm. I don't know what it's like to be a female So like there's heaps of things I'm worried about for her. I don't know how, my, how many of them are like realistic, but like...
2: So it's more the unknown that you're worried yeah. because you don't know what it's like to be a woman? Yeah. Oh,
4: heaps of stuff. They would be hard. It's pretty, kind of weird having a daughter because you're like, well, there's the physical safety thing. I never and,
1: even thought about yeah, that. Yeah, neither. Wow. Maybe we'll feel like that with our sons. I might not have a son. Oh, yeah, I keep, saying that. <laughs> I keep assuming she's going to yeah. have a boy too, like she's just going to be the same <laughs> as me. <laughs> Who knows? All right, and Tim, you're not concerned. <clears throat> Why? Um,
3: I'm not concerned because uh, I feel there's too much male dominance in this world, and in my eyes and my opinion, women do things. Better, in in a leadership sense.
1: Um, You are really tailoring your answers to the audience, aren't you? No. Aren't you still concerned
2: that the male dominance throughout the world is hard for a girl?
3: Yeah, of course. But I feel like women are more resilient, more able to, and more able to defeat that than men are. Men have it easy. Men have their. We have things, some men, yeah, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't generalise, but I, you know, as history shows, like, men are, you have opportunity, straight up, and that turns into weird, twisted greed, and lots of different, not nice things, where I feel like women approach, you know, big things in life with... What so a, much more sense of nurture, and that to me gives me confidence that Ooh, that's
0: women. That's so
1: interesting
2: too? Mm. What about uh, media pressures of like how you should look as a body woman, image, and mm. bullying and bitchiness Slushy. for girls, things like that? The safety measures that women have to go to.
3: Yep, totally. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not concerned. Well,
2: again, you're just living in the present. <laughs> Yeah,
3: not I, worrying about something in the future. Well, yeah, like <laughs> to me, my my partner Celeste has showed me that that confidence in self and being the person who you really are, and you know, not just you. I see it in lots of different forms in my life, where the wim, the woman or person is uh is confident. They. They project strength, and to me, I I feel like that's that's a good thing, mm. you know.
1: That's really interesting. So flipping the script, are you worried about raising boys?
3: I I'm worried about about raising a boy that thinks he just can, you know, do whatever he wants, or you know, a, a male that mm. thinks males. Rule, <laughs> basically, yeah.
2: Well,
1: that's in your hands, yeah, isn't it? Your boy, of, your boy yeah, yeah, and, and and
3: that, and that's that where my parenting will, be will, will hopefully guide him.
1: And your answer to the previous your question. question, your role modeling will guide him. Mm.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What Nick? about you, Nick? Any concerns?
4: concerns? Yeah, yeah, same. Did you know I've, you're having a boy? Yeah, I've got I've got concerns for. I'm not worried freaking out about either of them but I have my worries and and yeah they are different worries in a certain way because not because I think boys and girls are so different but because I only have the experience of one side of that so um, yeah I don't know I think definitely having a girl first for me has been like I wouldn't have said this before I had a baby but now I'm like I'm glad I had a girl first because I've got like a such a different spin on it and continue to still get a different spin on it. Now I'm like I'm really interested to watch a little boy, and just see, like my own little scientific experiment, just yeah. to see what he <laughs> what, what it's like different if he's different. Yeah, Because he because Yeah, and I guess I guess that could be just purely personality difference
3: between two humans, but also yeah. just to see. If yeah, but our generation of growing up when we were kids was still pretty tailored to that. That. Boys are boys. Oh thing. that's what I mean. I come, from, from, that, even a dude. I come girl. from that. I come from that. I come from that era where like all the fucking sexist
4: shit, all that shit, that's what I come from. Mm. Jemana's secondary College like twenty years ago. <laughs> 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 dude. It was fucked. It was fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard to and it's hard to shed it. It like, is I have heaps of that in me that I've had to navigate through.
3: Yeah. yeah. And and it still comes up all, with the, time. Our generation, Mate, all the time. All the time. All the time catch yourself out just like yeah. Things. yeah
2: all right moving off the sexism <laughs> this we'll go, get into the sex so how have you dealt with the shift in intimacy and change in sex life with your lovely partners
4: <clears throat> you want me to take this one <laughs> <laughs> how have I dealt with it
2: how do you feel about it what's have, have you seen a shift
4: Oh yeah, like a shift in our sexual relationship since kids. Yeah, there's been a shift. How have I dealt with it? Um, I haven't dealt with it. <laughs> I'm still making sense of it all. Yeah, the attraction thing, and like... It's a
1: big yeah. thing to I'm navigate. A, a
4: big thing to navigate, and, and for me especially, I'm not um, that comfortable. Like exploring sexuality. Like I'm, I come from a pretty pretty prudish family. Not prudish, but, like, we, I, I, don't, know, I don't have a lot of, like, open sexual talk with my parents. Mm. Your and parents weren't stuff.
1: walking around naked. Nah, <laughs>
4: nah. In fact, me and my dad didn't have a lot of sex talk, ever. None. Mm. So, like, um, I've definitely noticed that, like, the change since pregnancy between our sexual relationship, mm. but I'm pretty... Um, I lack the tools to really, like, navigate, get too far into that, yeah. Mm. For now, like, we'll have to...
2: And in this season of <clears> life, <throat> perhaps it's not the time to be working on it. You're waiting for...
1: I think we both know that, just to we both know that there's an endpoint point in sight. So, you know... Yeah. Whilst things have changed quite dramatically at yeah, the moment... Yeah, you mean for having kids,
4: not for having sex.
1: <laughs> there's an endpoint point in sight, as in... Yeah.
4: Yeah, but well, we'll
2: get out. Like
4: you get
2: out,
0: get
3: our, we'll get our mojo back, back. Yeah. yeah. Tim. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not too bothered about the change. Obviously, like not having sex as much, not having the privacy as much is definitely you know something you've got you got to kind of battle. You know, because a lot of time you wake up in the morning and it's. Does that you know, bother you if, if if Maz is around? It yeah, it does. It doesn't really bother me. It doesn't. Me. Yeah. What if she's in the room or not? Or, well, man, I don't want <clears> to just do it like next to her. No. Although I, you know, if she's asleep, I probably would. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That that doesn't bother asleep, me. A sleep's fine. Asleep's fine. Like, but
2: away the like, Hi.
3: Mm, <laughs> Morning, mummy. Yeah.
2: External.
4: The external stresses of just parenting that kind of like take me
3: away from that. That mode, that sex definition. mode, a bit. Yeah. yeah. See, I I'm the type of person that enjoys even just the slightest, you know, moment of intimacy, whether it be in the kitchen or in the shower or <laughs>
2: intimacy, not sex. Everybody. Okay. Oh, okay.
1: I'm intimacy, <laughs>
3: intimacy leading into a maybe a sexual
1: <laughs> act. Act.
3: Not so much the sexual act itself, but that, it just that, like that rev up of the, your partner, like giving you something like that is all I kind of need because then, it, you know,
1: I think that this is um, in, yeah. showing Tim's love language. love language. Yeah. So our next question is what is your love language? So Celeste is going to bring up the um, different languages in which we like to receive and give love and you can choose two because
2: most people usually like qualities of two so one is affection one is or affection and physical touch quality time acts of service
1: gifts and words of affirmation
3: for me it's what was the question
1: what is your, your love, love language? language? How do you like to receive and give love? If, there,
3: if there's two, it's words of affirmation and the first one? What was the first affirmation. one? Okay, physical, physical
2: touch. Yeah. <laughs> <cheating>. <laughs> I picked Okay, definitely those. I have
4: the service thing.
2: Acts of service, yeah. Oh, Mr. No, <laughs> <in a> handyman. <laughs> no,
1: <laughs> that's what he likes that's What he likes and what he does, how he does it as well. So, acts oh, am I saying what I to, like or what, yeah, what I do you what, like? what, what I like? What you how you? Oh well, give affection, and affection.
4: You can't really go past that, can you? Yeah, yeah,
1: I can. It's Nice
4: to be touched. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. You're a bit of a robot. <laughs> <laughs> wow!
2: I'm not <laughs> saying if that, you're that you're I don't like <laughs> affection. I'm just saying it's not my top two. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a bit mean. That's okay, carry on. So um, you g- need to see the list again.
4: Yeah, give, give it to me again. Words of affirmation, physical touch, receiving gifts. Okay, receiving gifts. These are all great. <laughs> <laughs> <They> are, <laughs> like, do Don't I be, be a tool <laughs> who chooses
2: gifts. <laughs> <I just> <laughs> a gift, dude.
4: Give me a gift, I'm <laughs> up for that.
2: That's your love,
1: eight. Okay. <laughs>
4: okay. Can yep, you have
1: to choose two. So like all you all know your partner. So no. to re- reframe the question, yeah. the way that you like to give, and receive love is through. I don't think
2: it's the way you give. I think yes, it's it just that way you receive. Because the way you receive, the way you receive I, is the way you naturally. No, no but it's no, what
3: you be, want from no, your no, partner. I, no, it's the way I give. Like no, what you what want I from give. me because what you, you know, but give, what I what give you want
1: you give because it's naturally how you perceive yeah, no, love.
4: No, yeah, Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, act service, yes. like doing things for each other, mm-hmm. like. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, I do that. I think I do that, and I like it when it happens. Yeah, and then I have to say physical touch because without without that, then what is there? Mm. Well, I mean, to explain to me what it like. What act of service? So actually thinking for each other. You no know, if you someone's other. like if someone's like I don't feel like you've been intimate with me lately, but you're like, well, hang on, I've been doing everything for you. Mm. I've been like. really putting in like putting in an effort to do get this and do this and that kind of thing and and they're like hang on but you haven't you haven't actually kissed me or like they're two different things
2: so then this comes to what do you think Mel's two love languages are
4: well number one is physical definitely physical number one and maybe quality time
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: Okay. And Tim, what's mine?
3: Quality time. And um uh can not sorry, can I look at the Like words of affirmation and physical touch like you're not Yeah but nah. Yeah but nah, for sure. Um I'm not gonna say receiving gifts, but you do like.
1: i um, uh, they're the gift girl and dick that w- wants a gift all the time.
3: I th- I think quality time and acts of service make you feel. They make you feel like I'm committed to mm. you. So then. That's when you open up to me and go, oh. Yeah,
4: that's what she always winches about behind your back.
3: Yeah. Sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, want, if you want physical touch,
2: I need the access to You need service. me I, to like, clean, clean the, the d- pipe, Cleaning the whole so house. So it's like,
4: I'll suck your dick if you clean the shower.
2: Yeah, this is, this is how we do the blowy massage swap. <laughs> or
4: while you clean the shower. While you clean the shower. Hey, they're both
3: physical touch. A massage is not. <laughs> an act of service. I think
2: everyone loves physical touch, or not? No, that's not true. Not everyone, but we all enjoy physical touch. But it's your main too. and mine is, is definitely acts of service. I would say massage is like yes, it is physical touch. It's
4: labor intensive. yes it incorporates the touch mm. and it's an act of service. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So you guys really know us. You we you literally we picked it. both of ours
1: spot on. So that's it's a win. It's impressive. And we picked theirs. Yeah, sorry. so we're so all to the marriage destined <laughs> to live long, happy lives. Cancel oh. the uh, marriage council. Do you know it. what
4: though? I reckon if you had a re-asked that question and asked Tim to tell yours and me to tell yours, we probably still would have got it right. Mm. Oh, no, no. So we could all oh, date each other. No, I just mean we know each other well. We know life. each other well, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: This All right, boys, <coughs> can you tell me what you perceive your role to be in the upcoming labour and birth of your second child?
3: Ooh. Um,
1: Ooh, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: role is... Sorry, yeah, Nick.
1: Nick's please hand up. I
3: feel like my role is like
4: like the ball boy at Wimbledon. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it's just like... Run in there, Festival. scoop it up, sit back in the corner, shut your mouth, stand up straight and wait to be told what That done. is not your no. role. That <laughs> is so
1: not your role. I'm so glad you said that. Because this going to open up role. a conversation.
3: It was a
2: joke. We, we don't have to have
1: it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or we could. No, we, we
3: totally could. <clears throat> no, my, my okay.
1: role You guys <laughs> no, love no, that let's, answer, don't let's, you? Um, let's, <clears throat> let's unpack that. Let's <clears> unpack that in a, in a sec. But I, I want to hear what...
3: Um. <clears throat> I, I was thinking about this last night actually um, and I felt really calm towards my role so like calm being just not, uh, not losing my shit when it gets to the point, okay, we're having a baby and whatnot watched a few birth movies lately Um, and you've
1: been through a
3: birth been through a birth and I just I really pondered on the thought hey like birth is it's a super like it's a natural thing you don't have to make it this big crazy event obviously it can lead to that and, and you know you have to make decisions at the time but that calm and nurturing towards your woman and just just being there in a sense of calm state, I think that's a role within itself. Obviously you have yeah. to prepare things and
1: You have to be quiet.
3: But but ready. just showing your partner that you're right there, present, doing whatever she asks, obviously and, and you know, all the little things and massages and and hold ons and hugs and
2: I really feel like this proud mother sense Feel like oh my God. work here is and stuff <laughs> I'm just getting you like A plus boy like, A plus you've been studying <laughs> you, Celeste, you've been listening in all
3: our class you yeah. weren't listening you weren't listening <laughs> Celeste has unlocked my sense of nurturing I think I'm a, I'm a pretty nurturing type person you know i, I I love love, and she loves love, and I I, I want to just, but I'm am a pretty calm person. I think I'm pretty good in emergency situations, so I'm not. Can vouch. You know, I don't I don't <laughs> have I don't have anxiety to anything that's.
2: So you're not afraid of birth. I'm not
3: afraid it? of birth, and I think you've shown me that, and just watching, like how many there's probably millions of dads that don't even, like just these days you can just. Look on YouTube and watch people give birth and look at what the dads do. They're just they're just there and they're just calm and they're just you know, they're they're enjoying the fact that they're ha- they're they're having a birth with their partner, you know. Enjoy it because it's not it's not like the dad's this alien person in the room or or, or not supposed to be that. You're supposed to be a part of it. You're you're not, Not necessarily on the, whole... the
1: sidelines waiting for no, and the I to drop. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like <laughs> heaps, of dads.
3: heaps of dads are just going into well, I think their birthing of, situation.
1: Uh,
2: obviously, I've got a lot of experience with birth as a midwife, so I think a lot of dads probably feel there would be a, a layer of fear and also a layer of helplessness. So a lot of men, you clearly haven't experienced this, but feel really helpless in the fact that they can't, take away the pain or the intensity of a labour
3: no and take, a take the pride in just being there and being present
4: Dude, it's the same as being a partner I just feel yeah. like you're,
3: at my role in
4: your birth is the same as my role in your life when you're sick when shit whatever happens I'm your partner and I'll just be your partner in birth and that, that, that it comes comes along pretty naturally in the moment I found that with Sadie. Yeah. you just yeah. do the right thing just be the partner yeah.
2: So, final question, any tips or advice for people who are about to become fathers? First time Dad. dads. Go on, say joke. I
3: don't want it to but I won't.
2: You want to say what? Well, don't do it. <laughs> Run <laughs> while
1: you can.
3: <clears throat> just, just remember yeah. that it's a responsibility and not, you know, you make the choice as much as some people probably don't, don't <laughs> think that they do, but you do. If you want to have sex, there's repercussions of that. And be prepared for the responsibilities. And if they are thrust upon you, be the best person you can be to that child. Yeah. Because you don't have to be some outstanding thing or, you know, super man. As such, just be the best person you can be, I think. Lovely. Mm.
2: Anything to add there? <laughs>
4: um Yeah, like there's a lot of there's a lot of sort of stereotypes and like cultural shit that and I guess instincts that you have as a as a, as a new dad avoid kind of avoid certain situations and I reckon it's you know cultural sort of stuff or just conditioning or whatever like say being there to pull your baby out or taking on more of the feminine roles or whatever that you kind of instinctually avoid you don't even think about it but you're just like oh fuck that like, that's a chick role or whatever all of that from what I found all of that stuff you, if you lean into it it's like fully fulfilling getting mm. Yeah, and so there's there's an instinct to avoid certain things, and you always get way more out of it if you, from what I've found. If you jump right yeah. so you jump in, you jump in a bit. You got to be aware that that's, there's some conditioning in us as mm-hmm. as dudes that you, we, you, you miss out now. Yeah, and I reckon when you're old, like you might look back and be like, mm. oh, I should have done that. Yeah.
1: So find the opportunity to reprogram. Lean into the stuff that makes you feel
4: uncomfortable as a parent. Mm. Lean don't, into that. Don't be afraid. Oh, especially the stuff mm. that's like sold to you as like not men's not tough men's not business. Not men's business. When yeah. You're young. Mm. Yeah, and that's I was just thinking the other the other part of that question I wanted to say. Um I just I just distinctly remember because as an as a as a guy, I feel like Going into parenting, like, before you've had a kid, the advice that you get on parenting leading up to that moment in your life of being a parent is so bad. It's such job site humor <laughs> bullshit. You don't actually get a lot of...
3: Any advice. No, nah, you don't. So what's an example advice.
4: of that? Like, like, like just stupid shit, man. It's like, like, like people will be like, oh yeah, it's like you favorite pub burning down that is that kind of thing right? honestly apart from that nobody talks about it no as guys you don't hear like i mean i'm sure there's plenty of dads that have a decent combo with their kids or whatever but that's the only person Mm. there's not like we don't talk like that yeah as a collective male as a collective dude and then like do that then having a kid and going through the first three months i just remember remember thinking like going through different Bits where I'm like, fuck, am I supposed to be like feeling this way or that way or being being a bit lost? And then now a bit of hindsight, like, I'm like, I'm like, do not expect to be like in love with your child and everything rosy and and feel like a parent after you have a baby.
2: And the stigma of not talking in general for men needs to be shift. Yeah. but I mean my
4: my point was whether that changes or not like if I could tell myself some advice beforehand it would be like do not expect to feel like a parent as soon as you have a baby Mm -hmm. like you're going to not know what the fuck you're doing Mm. and don't worry
3: yeah it's okay
1: so grow as you go Mm. don't you think that it would be great if there were some father groups just as part of the program of postpartum maybe don't need to be as frequent, I don't know, because typically the man is working or whatever, but just having those touch base with other dads, strangers, mm-hmm. which we have in mother's group. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well,
4: we have that bit a bit through mother's group, which is kind of cool as well, but I guess yeah. have, like, in that we
2: meet those dad other dads. Well, from your perspective, what, what supports do you or lean yeah. activities or things like that could have been really productive well, for you in new fatherhood?
3: I'll just give an example of uh, our, after we both had kids, me and Nick, like, you know, touching on what you just said in that last question, I feel like it's allowed you and me to be pretty open a lot of the time about, you know, it's not a father's group, but me and Nick, will vent to each other about things and that's probably just because we're all close and our families are close and whatnot but like i don't necessarily know if some males are and some males aren't comfortable just expressing in that stranger environment Mm -hmm. i think it's hard I know I'd feel it a would always bit, be a bit awkward it's a little yeah, bit awkward and you're in but my script was awkward right yeah, yeah and, exactly. and to be open minded on the subject you kind of have to put yourself in those positions yeah. that just literally said open yourself up and, yeah. and, and project yourself so mm. like yay and nay I don't know if it would be uh-huh. something that would become a big thing across the board but you know, in, in the peninsula sort of circumstance. What about
2: a fatherhood podcast?
3: Well, I was just thinking, wow. Should like, you guys start you know your know own we Let you, us you know how
4: we need to brand this. We need to brand this to, to attract dudes to do it. We don't call it Father's Group, we call it a group of fathers. A
1: group of
3: fathers. <laughs> <laughs> I like it a group of fathers Suthering. sounds a bit priesty
1: <laughs> 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 oh it's not there. all right, right. <laughs> final question yeah um, so having given advice to first time fathers what would you give advice to mothers mothers are listening to this podcast mm-hmm. typically mm-hmm.
4: Specifically having seen, having seen
1: us having seen us go through motherhood Maybe, or drawing or on... I'll be, just, perhaps, just, perhaps showing some understanding,
2: like, trying to give us your perspective of it mm-hmm. and what mums can do to help themselves. Help yeah. themselves in their relationship, if their relationship is with a male. I don't know, actually. No? Yeah. No
3: advice for Because us. it's just uh, touching on that whole, you know, women have just been oppressed in every sense for long... Mm time and i just think males just need to kind of wake up to the fact that like you're a well, part of it. To
4: listen to me <laughs> you
3: know
1: <laughs> yeah well you may have seen us um go through something and come out the other side positively and want to just, i don't know yeah okay well, like lay
2: off on the cleaning i yeah it's not so
3: much that it's 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 more just just like maybe not both parties need to not step into the stereotypical, you know, you do this, you do that, and we don't talk about it. Open up with each other, and, and, and just, you know, if you can, talk to each other in a calm... Communicate. I Communicate. Meetings. I think yeah. we always forget about And I
4: suppose, too, so. like, like I was saying before about what I... What I have the question was, what did you enjoy about watching your partner turn mm-hmm. into a mother or whatever? the same that's what I would say I would say like to a new mother yeah like um embrace that power that, you, that you're gonna get okay. from, from it like the, the, the all the aspects of it that will solidify uh, like who you are a bit and your strengths and stuff like the strength of creating a baby a baby like walk around with a pep in your step from mm. pushing out another piece of life like mm. Enjoy That's watching. Nice. Embrace that shit.
3: Enjoy it, watching your partner flourish as well. Yeah, because you know they're loving it too and going through the struggles and.
1: I'm feeling pretty amazing right now. <laughs> me
2: too, but I'm also feeling like I like you more after this podcast. Yeah. Love <laughs> you more. Don't get
4: me wrong. You are both really annoying.
2: <laughs> We're the all so- laughed up here. Soulful six. Ah, the soulful six. So we. I don't know if Nick's listened to our podcast.
3: Tim, Tim, have you listened you have to, listen to any of our podcasts? I, I, I have. I've, I'm
2: not a big podcast. You know
4: what? To be so fair, so. to be fair, Tim, how many podcasts in the last two weeks, three weeks would you have listened to, start to finish? Zero. Zero. What about in the last six months? Zero.
3: So there oh, okay. you go. So last two years, podcast.
4: I've Zero. listened to a fair few of your podcasts. But <laughs> I listen to podcasts all day at work. That's yeah. Right. yeah. I, I listen okay, to the right, radio. Right, so that's that, that's me stepping off my brother here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well then you won't know that we do the St. Jealous Soulful series. I actually do know. <laughs> okay, so you Thank do you know. Alright, so just quick answers. First thing that comes to mind most inspiring place you've been?
3: Oh,
0: um. Eh.
4: <laughs> <laughs> inspiring for me mountains and, and, and forests. So, like, I don't know specifically, but fucking, I always want to climb, like, go up hills.
2: What's your thoughts on Everest? Would you do Everest? Do you have interest in Everest? Not really, but the Himalayas,
1: yes. Okay, cool. Tim, most inspiring Any place. It
2: doesn't have, have to be a specific
3: place, it could chamber, be on the. the it could be an emotion. <laughs> it could <laughs> be. It
2: could be on stage. There's a
3: lot of things that come to mind, like. It could be in my <clears> That On the <laughs> stage, <laughs> right? I was just about to say That's your shit. Most inspiring place could be for me, uh, either on stage with my friends or this is a plug or watching watching Richards. <laughs> <differences. laughs> <That's> the <laughs> actually watching something inspirational. I I get quite inspired all the time by, by those points in time when you actually see Things like that. Like so, yeah. a band. Band, mother pushing out a baby, uh, someone surfing, someone saving someone's life, some. The Mighty Pies. Hero, the Mighty Pies. <laughs> losing again. All right. Uh, we lost uh, us at the Mighty Pies. <laughs>
1: All right, guys. What gives you a brain orgasm? Sex. <laughs> that, Are you taking that I literally? I guess your brain. Your brain is involved yeah. in the. Orgasm.
3: Thinking about sex for me is brain,
1: brain orgasm.
4: Oh orgasm right alright. here. Um, I listened to a, a Fury podcast recently and nearly everyone says having like an inspiring conversation with an inspiring person is <laughs> orgasm. So I'm just gonna say that.
2: Okay. Your favourite soul nourishing ritual um, How do you
1: let off steam?
3: Oh, I think the ocean yeah. probably can vouch for both of oh, us here. A like,
4: if you're it like soul nourishing, yeah. that term actually kind of makes me cringe a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. it actually is pretty much soul nourishing. Yeah. There's no other way to explain no. having a having a good feel. Yeah, so.
3: just just heading into the ocean, whether it be with friends or on your own, just ripping the shit out of it, ripping the absolute <laughs> bag out of it. I think it's <laughs> just just fucking killing. Beautiful.
1: If you could take a nature walk and chat with anyone, dead or alive, who would be?
3: Oh, dead or alive, I would have to say Celeste, Mum. Oh. Sure. Yeah, of course. Definitely. It would be an interesting
2: nature
3: walk. going for a walk with
4: anyone anyone ever. My mum, right? So that's my I uh yeah, I got to hang out with her, so I'm done with that. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um That's a big question. you know, I was to I I was gonna say Jesus. That's a good word. Do it. Go yeah, yeah, with your first like, instinct.
3: I just wanna know like what all the whole fucking Wells is about. It's... Like you would one nature walk would scale I whether like he's gonna up to the do something problem
1: is, you'll have to walk on water and you can't do well, that together.
4: Okay, maybe, maybe he can help you with that.
2: What <laughs> is one way you integrate sustainability into your life?
3: Oh, compostable bags? Bags?
1: Compostable? We don't have compostable <laughs> bags. <laughs> compostable bags for what? <laughs>
2: what rubbish like your post the, the business supplies you you we do not have compostable bags we don't have bags what do you mean like when do you use a compostable bag
3: i don't know we use them from time to time Sorry. is this going to be on the podcast
2: <laughs> i just want to know like we've never bought a compostable bag and we don't have they
3: come and go out of our kitchen okay. <laughs> again <laughs>
4: I don't know. There's just so much we do that we can't avoid that is not sustainable. That like, I feel like even just picking some random thing, little thing that I do is just insignificant. Like,
2: just pick.
4: I don't want to. Okay, like, so
2: that question, no good. And oh, that please. banging you hear in the background is our girls. That
4: banging is your fault.
2: Alright, let's wrap it up with the last one. Your greatest achievement.
3: Uh, having having daughter and playing music
4: Um, I feel like if I don't say Sadie I'm going to look like an asshole so Sadie (laughs) (laughs) Sadie. (laughs) asshole you still look like an
1: asshole
4: yeah yeah. can I say something on the podcast we aren't
2: talking
4: okay good (laughs) I would just like to say um, I know this goes out to a lot of the local crew, local friends, and we've had a mate who's had a, a bad accent. gnarly thing happen recently, he knows who he is. Mm. Me and Tim are going to click our scotches together and put our it. best wishes out to the family and to, to, to mm. everybody involved, because mm. it's not nice. It's
2: lovely. Beautiful. Thank you so much for joining us on the St. Magella podcast, boys. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun. You guys are a little bit
1: drunk. <laughs> we're a little bit sober. The girls are a little bit rowdy. Do they have to know that we're drunk? No, but it, it's Why been not? very insightful and really um, helpful, really, to, to relating to you as dads. Well, thank you for asking us.
3: Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And I think thank we you guys for being you.
1: agree that we like them more after
2: their answers. No.
3: I think I liked him more. <laughs> and I think I'm going to labour. <laughs> That's a good end. no can do it, do it, we do it like we
1: do it. Thanks for listening to the St. Magella podcast. If you love this episode and want to hear more, please subscribe and leave a five-star review. You can also join
2: us in the shift from depleted mother to nurtured mother at
0: www.saintmagella.com on Instagram at saintmagella or by sharing with a mama friend. Speak soon. Bye.